I wanted to actually speak today a little, you know, to what's happening in the world. And uh, because I, of course, I knew we have all heard and seen in the media what's happening in the Middle East. And, you know, since I remember, you know, watching or listening to the news, there has been, you know, again and again, conflicts erupting in this area. And it's so sad, you know, to witness the how the undigested trauma is keeping this repetition compulsion going. And, you know, in the Middle East, we can see the, you know, undigested trauma again and again erupting on a very huge scale. And then we can also see it in ourselves, you know, when we get triggered. It's just, it's just the same thing, just on a huge scale. And, and we know from our own experience how difficult it is really to stay conscious, you know, when we are triggered and to, to contain the energy by not suppressing it, but also, you know, not acting out and to contain the energy and allow the energy to take its course, you know, and, and in that process to open us up, you know, to, to really kind of open us up further because it's often, you know, these turbulent energies when they are triggered, it's, it's quite painful to contain them. And because, you know, it's not something we have really fully understood, you know, the importance of, we, we have a tendency to split the energy off, usually first into the head, you know, and then we start thinking, thinking, thinking. And sometimes also if it's very powerful, we just, you know, blurt something out or we just act, you know, or in our body language, it comes out. In our tone of voice, it comes out. And it can also come out, you know, in, in taking up weapons. You know, if, if people have been suppressed for a long, long time and it's no wonder, you know, that these explosions happen. And, and then we can see also you know, how some kind of injustices, you know, which, have, which we have experienced, if they are not digested and in some way integrated, then we tend to do the same thing to other people. You know, there's so often the speaking of, you know, that oppressed groups, they often, you know, oppress themselves you know I have also seen that really for the nuns you know that because we were often in difficult situations you know then it was also difficult for us you know to to stay together to work together because of all of the unresolved trauma you know so that's what we are seeing I think in the in the near east and I think it's really important, you know, to come together as a, as a community to, to witness that. And to apply a medicine, you know, and the, and the best medicine, you know, is in the toolkit which the Buddha has left for us when these kind of situations occur, you know, when there's a very strong contraction externally as what we see in the Middle East and then internally for us, you know, when we witness this. 
the best medicine I know is, you know, bringing awareness to it. And then the, the Brahma Viharas, the, what's called the divine abidings or the boundless states. They are the best medicine, you know, first to take it ourselves and then share it with others. I think that's what we can do in order to, to create the necessary space so that we can stay in relationship with what's happening in our world. So, you know, that we can, can be good enough regulated citizens so that we can stay connected to what's happening. And in this way, you know, step by step developing more resilience you know, and putting ourselves in what's called the stretch zone rather than the panic zone, you know. If we want to learn and grow and develop good qualities, we have to put ourselves into that stretch zone. And I think the Brahma Viharas are literally stretching our mind, you know, by these particular meditation instructions, which I'll share in a moment. Stretching our minds again and again, and familiarizing ourselves with the taste, you know, of the mind when it is in that state, how that feels. And, you know, we can't be attached to something and at the same time have an open mind. We can experience that in the Brahma Viharas. And then, you know, when we are triggered and contract again, we are much quicker aware of that because it feels so different. It's like a wake-up bell. And in that way, you know, we can learn to learn from what's taking place in our world by turning towards it, but in a resourced way, you know, and turning towards it collectively because this is so much easier doing this together. And from that support, you know, we can actually attune in a deeper way. And then we, we can see what's operating. And then we can... Uh, Understand, you know, so clearly that uh, Dhammapada verse number five, which says, hatred never ceases by hatred. Only by love, hatred ceases. That is the eternal law. Hatred never ceases by hatred. Only by love, hatred ceases. That is the eternal law. And that's, you know, how we have to relate to our own difficult experiences and to all experiences, you know, which are so explosive as what's going on in the Middle East now. And that doesn't mean, you know, that people are not accountable and, and things need to be figured out, but we coming to it with a lot of space because we understand how trauma works. So we can, you know, come together and with each other, you know, connected, we can show care and connecting as a, as a supportive network to be a witness, you know, to what's happening in the world and to invite blessings for this situation. 
And, you know, as Crystal was saying, it's not only going on in the Middle East, but also here, you know, in America. And she shared about her, you know, son-in-law's friend who died at the border. So this Brahma-Vihara practice is a powerful medicine. And, you know, as it said, you know, in the airplane, when the oxygen masks come down, we have to take the mask first. And then once we have done that, we can help others. And that's, you know, what we are going to do with the Brahma-Vihara practice as well. We empower ourselves first so that we can then empower others. I think that's the way to go. That's not selfish. That's just real basic wisdom you know so please you know let's find the posture we can sustain for about 35 minutes or so and you're connecting with the body and allowing our breath to take us into the body. And checking, you know, what, what brings you here how are you right now? You know, as we are witnessing all of the unresolved issues are creating repercussions. And we are we don't want to run away from it because it doesn't really help. And at the same time, we want to be wise about how much you know we're gonna take in at once. And also Anna really appreciating that we actually can do this. We can spend an hour together in the morning or in the evening, wherever we are around the planet to attend to ourselves and to our world, which is a great luxury. I think many people don't have that opportunity. And that actually, you know, makes it a responsibility for us to, to do this work, to be part of the immune system of the planet to the degree we can.
and you know really make use of the support we can find in each other but simply you know showing up and being available for this practice So then when you're ready, and if it's conducive, you know, you could maybe bring up an image from somebody who lives in Gaza or in Israel or any other difficult situation on the planet at this time. Bring up an individual you might have seen in the media. Really touched you. And, you know, people from non-Western cultures, they have often like a very strong culture of uh, wailing, you know, or grieving, like grieving really kind of externalizing the grieving in the body and how they, in the body language in particular. I've seen, for example, one mother in Gaza speaking about what happened to her. So just allowing ourselves to be touched and, you know, connecting in our own bodies with the fear which comes up when we see something like this. And there is, you know, nothing to be said other than just being there and holding the heart open. And just to continue to breathe deeply. And the simplicity of the first noble truth, there is suffering. When we are born, there is always old age, sickness and death coming with that from the very first moment.
and you know because of what's happening on our planet now with the increasing environmental degradation we really have no other choice than to turn to it because there's nowhere to go anymore We need to develop other capacities, you know, to deal with all of these challenges. We cannot no longer afford to constantly keep running. So as we are, you know, sensing the contraction or the pain you know, in our own bodies, when we bring up an image like this, you know, can bring up the, the wish for the Brahmavihara of Karuna, compassion is, may all beings be free from harm, and the intention to harm. May all beings be free from harm and the intention to harm. You know, and maybe you can sense in your heart area how the heart responds to a wish like this, to an attention like this. May all beings be free from harm and the intention to harm. Maybe you can sense in a little bit more space as you have that intention in your mind, in your heart. And with the in-breath, becoming familiar with that little bit more space and with the out-breath, you know, just relaxing and allowing it to permeate your body. May all beings be free from harm and the intention to harm.
So allowing the space to slowly you know, grow a little bit with the out breath. And the compassion, Karuna, you know, radiating out from the heart. Through our own body first. And then, you know, it radiates out in front of us. Just very gently, no, no pushing, no pressure. It's a natural quality of the mind, which can be encouraged, you know, through having a thought like this. May all beings be free from harm and the intention to harm. A heart natural response. It's like a mystery how that just comes forth. Just by such a simple method. And then we allow the energy of matter to radiate from the center to one side. May all beings be free from harm and the intention to harm. And then it radiates also behind us and the other side and all around, above and below, like sitting in an orb of compassion, karuna. And just, you know, noticing how the heart feels, you know, if there is openness.
the heart doesn't cling to anything. So really rejoicing in the absence of any hindrances. And we can really be with what's happening in this open hearted way. And I'm sharing the blessings of an open heart. With all of those difficult spots, you know, on our planet. In particular, it was happening in Israel and Gaza, but also in other places. everywhere. Just, you know, resting in that spaciousness, which doesn't end at the walls of the room. And I can now share with you like a passage, you know, from the uh, chanting, from our chanting, which is called the Four Boundless Qualities, the Four Brahma Viharas. And I'm just going to take out the paragraph on Karuna, which is compassion. And I chant it for you first in Pali and then chant the English translation. And that's uh, that's uh, meditation instructions, you know, which come from us, uh, come to us from NH India, really, and they are still so so right for any situation like this. So f uh, first in Pali. Karuna sahakatena chetasa ekantisang paritva viharati tata tutiang tata tatiang tata chatutang itiu tamato tiriang sapati sapa tataya sapa vantang lokang karuna sahakatena chetasa vipulena mahakatena apama nena averena apayapachena paritva viharatiti and then the english translation I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with compassion. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth. 
So above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a heart imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. So with the inhalation, we are tasting karuna, compassion, and with the exhalation, we are attending to the spaciousness, the boundlessness, the limitlessness of this mind state. And everything what's happening on the planet right now fits inside that mind of deepest compassion. And if you're, you know, getting distracted by thinking about something, then coming back again to maybe the image which you used in order to bring up compassion or the sentence, may all beings be, be free from harm and the intention to harm. And maybe, you know, you can notice that when the sentence is said or thought, the responsiveness of the heart. Because this is all, in all of us, this quality of the responsive heart, but it can be covered over. If there's too much hardship, too much triggering going on. We cannot access it. But if we have, you know, observed this cycle of repetition and repetition and repetition at one point, the heart turns around because it knows there is no other way. Hatred never ceases by hatred. Only by love, hatred ceases. This is the eternal law. There is no way around that. This is the way it is.
then we can maybe drop another compassion and just attend to the spaciousness, the boundless space, by listening into that spaciousness. And then, you know, letting go of the spaciousness and becoming aware of that which knows about the spaciousness, which is also limitless. Like awareness becoming aware of itself. Conscious awareness without an object. You know, and any eye or mind behind that Awareness, also dropping that, is just no object, no subject, just resting as that knowing. That knowing of the flow of impermanence and suffering And bearing witness to what's happening in the world.
you know, not shutting down to that pain, but allowing that pain to open us up. And then I can just slowly you know, end the meditation doing a little a sharing of blessing chant also for all beings, including everybody here who is suffering at this time, and in particular Israel and Gaza and the whole wide world. May you have every good blessing, may all the devas protect you by the power of all the Buddhas. May you ever be well, may you have every good blessing, may all the devas protect you by the power of all the Dhamma. May you ever be well, may you have every good blessing, may all the devas protect you by the power of all the Sangha. May you ever be well. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.